Yeah. So basically what it is, is we got a deal that's supposed to close. There's so many different mortgages that need to be discharged. There's private money involved and all that kind of stuff. And to extend it one day, uh, the lenders want $70,000 in fees. they do so what we did how many days like any extension past the current date that we've got right yeah and there's three there's three closings on one day three closings so it's not just one property it's three closings so during those three closings um power now eh? they always have the power to get those three closings done again there's a lot of moving parts so Mm. what we're doing is we're we're buying the property for the buyer because the buyer can't get their financing they need an extra three weeks so we're saying it's only under a million bucks. So we're financing him. We're doing like a private lender situation where we're going to give them the money as a private lender. They're going to give us their down payment. We're going to close it for them, register on title. And then after three weeks, they'll refinance us out. And we're doing it for like free, basically. But who's us? The Frank Leo happening. team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the only reason that's going to happen would be... Oh my God. The only reason that's going to happen would be is because... Um, our clients entrusted us to be able to get the deal done here. And like, there is no other options. And this causes like lawsuits and everything. It's a nightmare of a situation. Why is it your fault that the the agent doesn't realize that? And people, they think, Oh, it's just a lawsuit. You can't Well, listen, I'm telling you right now, if you don't close, there's a, there's big cost here. So anyways, we're sticking our necks out, but that's what we do. Wow. So imagine what builders and developers are going to have to do soon when things start or if they start unraveling, I mean, it doesn't seem yeah. what's going on out there right now. I, I did three like, deals yesterday, hell? Daryl. Three deals yesterday. Three deals yesterday. And I'm not like trying to say that in a brag. What I mean is there's buyers out there. No. But are there no? One Just was multiple deals? offers, like over what? asking. The other one Where? was um an, a price that I thought was too high, but it ended up not being. And somebody came in and brought the offer at a good price and we sold it. And then another one was a buyer. We negotiated like a reasonable price on a property. I feel like they're getting maybe like, I don't know, 20, 25 grand less than what maybe they could have paid in a different market. So I like, I don't know, just feels like they're paying market value at the end of the day, but they're happy grand. about it. They're getting lots of upgrades and stuff like that thrown in the deal for, for nothing, for nothing extra. But um, yeah. It's very odd. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> like, and that was just like out of nowhere. And then I'm like working on a bunch of other ones that are all moving. So there's definitely a lot of people. There's a lot of real demand out there for people who actually want to uh, move. And uh, there's not enough houses for them to be able to uh, to choose from. So don't forget, we need to ask people to like, comment, and subscribe. I can't believe we have to record this over again because we forgot to do it again. So, well, you know what? If people are listening, please. you're getting a little bit more Daryl and TK today. So Too I'm sure much. that's a good thing. Not enough. Guys, Hit subscribe. I've talked to many of you while I'm out on the streets on the phone sometimes even in my own home must be hard for you to go places and you all haven't subscribed yet that's, that's all i for know for sure that there's a lot of you who haven't subscribed so reach down click the little button that says subscribe somewhere on your screen or on your phone and we appreciate it and you can let me know the next time in the comments that you subscribed thank you so you know. what am i hearing like i'm hearing that things are slowing down and inventory starting to pile up and like I got bully offers i got two bully offers one today one bully yesterday. offers yeah 
offer dates what next Thursday. Stuff? And they're like writing me letters. They're saying, please take our offer. They're parking a Maserati in the driveway. My seller's what catching the in there. It's, going an, on? it's an estate sale. She's like, what are they doing at my house? They haven't, don't even have an appointment. So this is crazyville, no? Yeah. So I feel like there's a little understand. bit of an uptick. But then again, I have other places there that there's less activity on. And I think price is the main thing. If you're overpriced, you're just you're you're a sitting duck. Nobody's even gonna come and look at you. Um not I don't even call, come and give you like a low ball. Not even come and give you a low ball, not even come and look at you. But if you're priced right based on the most recent sales, people are excited. And if you underprice it in like certain areas, uh, we're seeing some pretty strong activity actually. I'm seeing some some over asking that are wow, pretty strong. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Same thing in the rental market. Like we're still looking for my daughter, get like zero luck at all. Yeah. You know what? Have you ever heard of this before? This is amazing. So my daughter's telling me, she's like, dad, I called this guy and the apartment looks so great. And it's like in my price range. And he says to me, he goes, I just moved to New York oh, and scam. my cousin in Vancouver has the keys so send me a refundable security deposit yeah. and I'll send you the keys. Yeah. And thank God my daughter was born around this skeptic over here. And she's like, yeah, I don't think so. No chance. But like on top of the impossible task of like finding something decent, right? Now you got to deal with people stealing your money along the way. And like, this is the like, time to, to come out. This is the time that the scam people come out, right? When people they, are desperate for housing, that's, that's people, when it works, right? People will do anything. Look at all the carjackings and things like that, that are happening, car thefts and all that. Like even there's a, there's a real like separation between the people who are, you know, in business and doing well. You and I were talking about this the other day. I was talking to a client and I was thinking about how much his net worth increased over the last two or three years. Like I knew what his portfolio was. I knew like we were dealing with certain things. So I, I had a, a pretty good uh, estimate of his real estate holdings. And then we were just going over it like yesterday or the day before about all these different properties, he bought this, he bought that, how much this one went up and all that stuff. And his, his, he's like worth $2 million more than he was three years ago. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it's like it's there's, there's a huge par portion of the population who's doing really well. And then there's these people who are out there, you know, resorting to stealing cars and ripping people off and doing that kind of stuff because they're struggling. All kinds of weird, right? it's a weird, it's a weird like, little thing. Now throw AI into it and it's just getting nutty out there and uh, you yeah. don't know, you don't know what to do, but like, God, I mean, you can't find a place to buy because there's bidding wars or it's an overpriced piece of crap in an area that no one wants to live in even right great neighborhoods if it's overpriced people are just they're not just even hesitant. a low ball on a over not even the low, the low balls believe me because they're not they, working because the person that's pricing it there actually thinks it's worth at the very least that no it's not yeah, a bu buyers are very skeptical so the the one thing that rules buyers? is emotion so buyers are always just like man i don't want to overpay man i don't want i don't want to look like a fool oh man i don't want to you know go into a situation and buy a property that uh, could get me hurt. Buyers are very much like that. But when another buyer wants a property or the perception is that this price is so good that somebody else must want to buy it, they throw right. all the logic out the window and they start to buy with emotion. 
And then they right. say, I got to have it. I don't care if it's a 6% interest rate. I'm going to do a two-year fixed. And by the time this is done, I'll refinance and I'll be my payments will be much lower. I just won't go on vacation next year. I just won't have uh, Starbucks five times a week, whatever their justification is to, to pay more. They will. Yeah. You want to talk about throwing logic out the window, TK? I only know I, my windows are so big and logic is so little. It's uh well, we got a new uh, how we, we we shuffled the deck of cards around in 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 the parliament, right? And now we got this new housing minister. Yeah, and he was the guy who was He's in charge of flooding this country with a million one in the last thirteen months, a million one four extra people in an already like overly stressed system. Clean up your mess. If, if, Clean if, up if your there's own anybody mess. who's going to be motivated in order to be able to house all those people, yeah. it's going to be him. One thing we haven't talked about too much is I was talking to a client who's um, a doctor and she was saying that um, the immigration, like the um, the people who are coming here, right? They have, they have big families. They have a lot of needs. The, the government's got a lot of support for them right now. They need big tents. Right. Big tents, these people. There's there's a lot, there's a lot of them. It's 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 a big strain on the on the on the city. And so obviously, right now our new mayor and uh the premier Wait till it's winter partitioning the federal government saying, like, you want to put all this strain on us. Where are all these people gonna go? Yeah. Well, like, where are all these get... people gonna live? Thank and, and they're, God and they're we vulnerable can magically... people too. They're yeah, vulnerable we can just people. Make housing, right? Because obviously we can just Increase the supply. We've converted right? the crappy hotels into shelters. Motels falling apart. Okay, well, we got to get our guest on here, T. We, we got a guest. Let's He's go waiting in the wings. Yeah. Look at where we are. We're in Vancouver. We're in Vancouver. We can, we come to you, everybody. When yeah. you're a guest We're on the West this show, Coast today, welcome live from our studio in Vancouver. Like, comment, you. and subscribe. James. Oh, look Gentlemen. at this. Look at the duster on that guy. All right. Look at this. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, Mr. Hey, James. Look at his background. Anderson. It's beautiful. It's like he was in sync with us right from the beginning. He knew what he was well, doing. Well, Daryl sent me this one. Uh, yeah, see, I ago. sent him Toronto, I guess, automatically. See, he knew. <laughs> see, <that laughs> horrible knew system. We were going to be in Vancouver. We're supposed to be in Toronto, you know? TK. I, I, I made a mistake here, but no, it looks okay. good nonetheless. <laughs> Yeah, good. look at that stash, eh? I was going to shave my beard today so it wouldn't just be him with the mustache today. Oh, but that's okay. I've done it before and I I don't look good with one like he does. Like I look like a total tool. But that thing that's that's like persistence and dedication, right? Like that's does, some serious it does take work. work. It does. It, it does. does take work. It looks good. Looks good. Karate. Thank you. Appreciate it. So James, welcome Thank to you. the show. Nice to meet you. Thank okay? You. You're out there in the West Coast. Tell us. Certainly. What's it like out there living all the way over in British Columbia, away from Toronto, the greatest yeah. place in the country? Yeah, the center it, of the universe. Is it worth the price? Is that what you're trying to say? Is it worth the price? Of, <laughs> it's worth even so. more than here for some reason. Yeah, exactly. It is. Uh, yeah, I love it out here. It's, uh, I've, I've grown up here my whole life, so it's, it's all I know, basically. Can't yeah. say I don't know any, any different, but... Uh, Do people yeah. move from Vancouver to Toronto? I don't really meet people from Vancouver. I do meet I people... Who yeah. tell me they're moving to Vancouver from Toronto, but yeah, I got, I got more friends that are from there than Left. are leaving here. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I feel like, not to like that's put down sign. Toronto or anything like that, but I mean, you're only going to come here for probably a girlfriend or a job. Job. 
Vancouver right. you're going for the the lifestyle you're like wow this is you know this well is you know there's, the there's other guys it wasn't uh i think Foch and his buddy there are both from vancouver though but maybe they came uh, when they were like kids or something like really that. are they yeah, it's Foch from vancouver i don't think I don't so know. they said he spent some time on the slopes here so oh. anyway i don't think he's he went on vacation for the weekend or something <laughs> right? my best friend yeah. moved out there i guy grew up with and was like best friends with forever moved out to bc for the life thank god he moved out way back then because now it's like not an option you can't move out there it's you can't you just gotta i don't think it was so expensive when we were kids like 30 years ago was vancouver and and bc so crazy like here yeah compare i mean i guess if you do it comparatively to like what calgary is right now what's the percentage change right and like I mean, houses were one something, you know, 30 years ago, 100 something or 50 something or whatever they're buying. Right. So that would make a Calgary house like what? Ten, ten thousand dollars. Like, does it, is it, was much. it? I don't know. The, um, it what yeah, it's definitely increased more than what, what like Calgary has been sort of flat. We have a bunch of yeah. people from Ontario investing in Calgary. In fact, there's like projects targeting Ontario investors because they're idiots. Yeah, are there people in Vancouver, like BC who do the same thing who are, I know there's some agents that moved out there to kind of capture that market for sure. Okay. Um, and are kind of marketing back here, but I don't see it in terms of like, I know you guys said, I've heard people saying they see signs and everything in airports. Ads, full ads. ads everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah campaigns. Exactly, right? Scooping money yeah. out of the Ontario economy. And Dubai now. Dubai is big. I'm I get getting lots ads of stuff from Dubai, Dubai too. You want to buy a place yes, in Dubai? Same here. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's so, so easy. No, I'm good. I, <laughs> I don't know if I want to. I Come on, let's go. We can yeah. go. All you need is a passport. Then you, that's it. I guess. And some tax money, free, right? I'm going to be, be living a good life over there. Tax free. And I'm going, I'm, I'm getting a Ferrari. I think that's. Can you sell real estate over there? Is that how it works? Or is to, it to people town? from yeah, Ontario? To people from Toronto. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. We're doing. going out there. We're making team Dubai. TK. We got, yeah, we got exactly. another guy who comes in the show. He's from Nova, uh, New Brunswick. And so he's clientele is only Ontario people. And he has a whole yeah. system in place. Investors, he does really well. Yeah. He's like one of the top, New Brunswick agents because there's a bunch of investors buying in New Brunswick and that he's found genius. his niche, you know? Yeah. It's genius. I mean, a lot of the agents here, they're, they're uh, Indian. Right. And so, I mean, I live in Surrey myself Surrey. Uh, and Sorry so to hear that. just a massive, massive immigration. Which of, part? Like, just, well, isn't that where Steve cares just from? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> think, I think I live like six blocks from him, unfortunately. Unfortunately. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. I love you, Steve. But, Don't uh, but and, uh, uh, so Sur- yeah, Surrey is like, a suburb of, of Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. about 45 minutes out for me. Nice. So what's the average price in Surrey? Surrey must be crazy then. Houses are one, one four, one point five, something like that. If you have a basement suite, yeah, 1.4, 1.5. Or if you kind of want a builder's lot for your perspective, like 1.2, 1.3. Jesus. There's a, there's a house oh. sitting up there on my, up, the, up the corner from my street. It's been sitting there for 30 days now because it's kind of slower because it's more or less a builder's lot, no basement suite, 1400 square foot ranchers. And it's just sitting there for 30 days, right? 30 days, Daryl. What? The I had time? someone call me on a listing today and it was like, it's like 42 days on the market. Now it was yeah. listed with another agent at a higher price before. So it's like been on the market for longer than that. But, and she was just like, what's wrong with it? It's been 44, 42 days. Like, what's going on? It's just like, I, yeah. I didn't even want to show it because it, I just figured maybe your clients wanted more money than it was worth or whatever. I was just like, yeah, yeah, that is hilarious. I said, go and show yeah, the exactly. place, bring me an offer. Let's go. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm seeing signs that are out with for sale signs longer rather than, I feel like before it was like the minute I saw the sign, it had a sold sign on it. 
Like I know yeah. it kind of goes in waves, but I feel like we're in a wave right now where the sold sign or for sale signs are just up for a while. Like I keep driving past the same ones. I mean, they're also kind of building lots or bungalow kind of yeah, tear down or whatever too, right? Yeah, it could be anything. Could be the best street in town, but they just want well, what, too much money here. What's it so like out there right now? Because TK's saying he's like busier than all hell. He's bragging that he did three not, deals yesterday hell, and six deals there's the day a, before. There's no, that's not true. There's an active <laughs> market right now. There's people moving. There's people sure. moving houses right now for sure. Yeah, exactly. And I, and, I, and I probably for TK too, is those people that have those rate holds since since increases have come up even more so that puts more pressure on them to get into something, right? So mm, yeah. before those rate holds expire, right? So there's coming up to a crunch here, like three or four weeks maybe of where people can still transact with those older rate holds. So yeah, yeah it's kind yeah. of busy too, for sure. Those, I mean, I sent out a bunch of a bunch of asks to, to show something and they're all gone basically on you know apartments which is kind of first-time home buyer stuff and same with same with some townhomes as well a lot of them are the next you're trying to book showings for clients but they were already sold so you weren't able to get in yes yeah yeah yeah. or accepted offers and just sitting on the market sitting there waiting for their rescission period or Mm -hmm. or uh subject rescission let's let's talk about the first thing that uh, you had sent in your email about that um government subsidized or forgivable loan for secondary suites give us a little background on that yeah, so you get. It's, I mean, it's it's a. Uh, they just provided provincial a little, or municipal. Provincial, yeah. They provided a a little sneak peek, I guess you could say, of what uh, what they want to achieve with this. And it's, you know, you get up to forty thousand uh, uh, dollars, fifty percent. So you do an eighty thousand dollar reno, you get forty thousand dollars back from the government, but you have to rent it out under market for uh, five years. How much under market? again sneak peek mm-hmm. so they don't tell you right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. and it's not in, implemented yet it'll come in next year i think it is but uh yeah the biggest question is is like okay sure like under market's fine and maybe you can rent it out to grandma or your son or whatever so it's perfect situation for those type of people right and you know how are they tracking that yada 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 i mean there's enough you know fraud in the I rental tell them sign a lease at this number but you're going to be cutting my grass and paying my uh, water bill and <laughs> yeah. my internet i'll give you some cash you back I mean? every month yeah yeah no, the exactly. other way right like you're, the other way they're yeah, they're yeah. they're paying the low rate because obviously oh, that, that's oh, what oh. the lease says but it's well below market and you just uh, you get in all these like side deal incentives from the tenant and you say yeah. look you with know, vacancy this, so oh, low right you, oh, right, right, you right, can right. easily work that in right yeah, so yeah um, but, uh, but then after five years, it's like, what happens too, right? Like you still have to keep it under market rent. So you can't kick them out. Good luck ever trying to kick someone out. Yeah. So then you're stuck with someone in there for five years. Like there's places around here in Surrey now that, you know, five years ago were rented out at 1800 and now it's 3000. Mm. So are you losing, are you losing $1,500 a month now? So, so what happens like these first time home buyers, like what they can't buy a house, right? Cause first of all, everything's too expensive or they just can't get anything because there's so much competition at that low end and they can't rent a place or they don't even want to rent a place. Cause you can't rent a place while you're trying to buy a house, right? That just, yeah. that don't work. So what, yeah. is everybody just staying at home with their parents right now? What's going on? They gotta be. I mean, yeah. How do you how do you afford eighteen hundred dollars, you know, uh, for one bedroom without even a, a window in it, right? Like, it's... without even a window, where <laughs> the fuck is you that? Just no, you normalize it though. Like everything just eh, it's eighteen hundred dollars in a window. You know? like, geez, 
he pays twenty. You want a window? He's got a window. He's twenty two hundred dollars. This is what it is. Twenty five hundred dollars for a one bedroom apartment on a second floor, looking over the dumpster. It's yeah. That's what I expected to pay. If you angle the door properly, you get the mirror off of the other three mirrors and you, you get sun sunlight into your sunlight room coming at 3.33. Yeah. <laughs> or did you do the, the, the show home one of just a backlit picture? Yeah. You know, you can right. Get, just yeah. exactly. Yeah. Don't <laughs> hang right. on a sec. This doesn't look like the pictures to me. What's yeah, going exactly. on? Here? I saw a really nice one actually the other day. It was in like the. Uh, stairwell like near the staircase you know that big wall there as you're going up a, a two-story and then this yeah. big uh, backlit picture that looked just like a beautiful window like it looked awesome so i think i'd rather have that than probably the views that most of these guys are getting for 2200 yeah, that's true right yeah right? exactly look yeah. at the views that we've got behind us you know like yeah it's beautiful beautiful put that on the wall beautiful so is that exactly. good that people are not able to move like i don't i don't just i don't get what's going on out here right now so you guys both feel like there's more than enough demand for the current supply. Enough demand for the current supply. Yeah, for sure. I'd for say sure. So for sure. We're at, we're at, we're at 15,000 listings right now, which is, you know, what we kind of had in the middle of last year too, around the same time. So it's, it's a higher number for sure. Uh, but in the lower mainland, right. So uh, yeah, there's, a, there is still things moving. It's less though, for sure it's come down in terms of volume, you know, of sales and stuff. So, and is there more inventory slowly? Yeah. Slowly, slowly. Yeah, exactly. So not enough to shock anything or to like make a, make a change, but just enough to kind of feel a little different right now. Yeah. I mean, I think again, what I was saying earlier is I think those the three or four weeks after all those rate holds are worked through the system or expired, then it's, we'll see Back what to business. happens then. Back yeah. to one, business. One to two months of inventory, you know, like seller's market, you know, like it's yeah. not a lot of stuff to, for people to choose from. If you want to buy condoms, a home and it's a nice a home, thing. you got to pay the price that the seller wants. Otherwise, they'll find someone else to sell it to. And so are you guys yeah. seeing bigger deposits or down payments than normal on these deals? Do you guys even see that kind of stuff? I mean, I wouldn't say bigger deposit. I mean, think it's in, in terms of like just securing that deal as much as possible. No, so if someone doesn't back out or no, as far as like actually getting the financing, like are people putting more than 25% down? Like are people getting bigger chunks of money from somewhere or paying all cash? Like who the fuck can afford $8,000 a month for their, for their $900,000 mortgage? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of, it's, you need a lot of equity if you're moving up, obviously, but yeah, I don't know where you're finding it other than mom and pa uh, mm. to, to, for a down payment on that first home. Right. James, we want to know the truth. We want to know the storm that's out there right now. Who, what deals are falling apart? What are the problems? Tell us about the cracks. This is what sells on YouTube. We need to know the yeah, good I, stuff. I can't, I don't, I don't got any, any good details on that one. Unfortunately, Airbnb, there's tons of yeah, stuff gonna... out there. There's people, there's, there's nobody, you know, who's like BC can't, we're all facing the same things. There's people right okay. now whose interest rates have jumped up and that their yeah, mortgage okay. so, payments are up 50, 75%. We had a, we had a, I got a client for the, with the renewal and he's trying to downsize basically because he's got the renewal numbers from the mortgage broker. And he's like, I can't afford that anymore. I'm I'm living in a two something million dollar home, which is obviously really nice. But he's like, I can't afford these new, you know, six thousand to ten thousand dollar payment change. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, I'm I'm downsizing basically. So mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure that'll that story and, and narrative will continue throughout. 
uh, and trickle throughout, right? But yeah, I mean, and sixty-five percent of mortgages renew by the end of twenty twenty-four. But it's so those all the ones who are going to be like facing right now. We've only really had a fraction of the people be paying higher interest rates. Like if you were on an adjustable rate, variable rate, yeah. or you had to renew over the last year. But, but it's the so renewals on those big a bunch fat... of other people who are sitting on that three percent interest rate who are now going to be coming up for renewal soon. They were on a fixed mortgage. Right. And they're like, yeah. And they've got big fucking mortgages because they make a lot of money. Yeah. Well, they have a lot of equity though. That's the thing is they bought a few years back. Some of them. But even if you put 35% down on a two point something million dollar house, like your mortgage is still going to cost you. Now it went from six grand a month to 12 grand a month, right? Like it's big. We have like big and fat. There's a lot of places out here that have like, you know, 30 to 50% no mortgage, like on the land, right? Like no mortgages on the spot. So you have to think that there's, there's a, another percentage, half of those, let's say is going to be, you know, they probably have a 10, 15 year mortgage or, or, you know, 50% equity or, you know, 70% equity in their place comfortable already yeah. too. Right. Yeah. Super comfortable. Right. So, yeah. and, and those people will be able to extend. It's more of the people that are probably have purchased in the last three, four years. Yeah that are or took on a lot of debt you know and and just kept on refinancing and stuff the bigger pinch we looked at a chart that showed the percentage of um, mortgage-free properties and vancouver was the highest yeah yeah exactly there's some yeah there's some spots some little pockets in in vancouver yeah 40 50 percent which is between just how many of those are okay just between you and i this we won't share this anybody why do you think that where that money come from james Hold on, hold on. Before before you answer that, forty nine percent don't have mortgages, and the prices yeah, are like yeah. four. What percentage of them are are vacant as well? But yeah, I, I, first yeah, question. A lot, right? Where's the money first come question. from? Where's the money <laughs> come from? Uh, I mean, I think a lot of them have just owned it forever, right? I think that's I think that's it, it too. But I mean, obviously, the the big uh, the big uh, panda in the room is is uh, panda is in the room. He panda had to say panda in the room. In the room. <laughs> Is uh is <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> so Love this it. is what it is though right like you have like it's it's there is a there is a clear distinction between the Vancouver and the Toronto markets and that's it yeah. there's just a significantly amount uh, amount of homes that are owned bought by um people either who are new to Canada or living outside who have bought their properties cash and they don't have mortgages. And the numbers speak yeah. for that. The anecdotal tales tell about that. We have neighborhoods in Toronto where there's vacant homes. There's a place called uh, Cache Estates. And it's like six to 10,000 square foot houses, like the bigger modern ones, or like a bunch of four or 5,000 square foot houses built 30 years ago. And they're all on like two acre lots, stuff like that. And if you go on some of the streets, there's like four empty houses. The people don't live there. They're just they're just empty mansions in Markham. Just, someone was saying, I mean, I saw someone saying they're, they're have some people uh, in our office here, they're talking to their clients and they're like thinking just not even renting it out anymore. Like there's no point of renting out their place and they'll just pay the, you know, the spec tax at whatever, I think it is 5% or whatever. And, and just sit there and, and just hold it as a store of money instead yeah. of having to worry about to like worry about a tenant. landlord being a landlord and yeah. dealing with, you know, tenants and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, you get the wrong tenant and it costs way more than the rent you're bringing in these days, for sure, especially in the nicer houses. Right. The other dialogue is um, the highest property values in Vancouver also have some of the lowest income levels. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I that's 
just yeah, there's there's some stats out there of like obviously people just you know sitting there doing nothing. Um, is it because they brought money from overseas, which is totally acceptable? You made money elsewhere, you moved here, you, like again, totally yeah, within your rights. Or yeah. is it that they're making money but it's not on the books? Which one's more common? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's obviously all the money laundering that does happen here, the Vancouver model or whatever you want to call it, right? He said um, it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's it's it could be. Sorry, where are we going with the the, the Vancouver just, model or what? Just yeah. So is it? Do you think that there's a lot of money laundering? Is that that's the question? Do you think that these people have income and that that's what's paying for the houses or the money came from overseas? Well, and so I mean, they bought it cash have, and now they're thirty grand a year income is all they need to pay those property taxes. Yeah, oh. if half of them don't even have uh, have mortgages, right? So then, like, how much how much how much washing do they need to do, right? Yeah, but uh, they're just paying for property taxes. Mm -hmm. So okay, that makes sense though, right? Like. The truth is, and we had uh, you know somebody come on the show to talk to us about uh, some of the Chinese market uh, trends. There's a lot less mortgages in China, and there's a lot uh, mm -hmm. less um, the culture itself. There's a lot less willingness to borrow, so they are putting all their yeah. money and their entire life savings into their their houses. And you know, to give them the benefit of the doubt, that's where the money is, and they're just happy to be living in this great big mansion with two or three people, and that their income is low. Right. But it's because yeah. they've just got regular jobs, not because it's low uh, comparatively to the average person. It's just they have regular jobs. You're locals. We would we would think if you lived in a four or five million dollar house, you'd have hundreds of thousands of dollars of income. And that's just not the case. Right. They're yeah. not realtors. Well, what, a, what, a, what else is out there other than realtors in Vancouver? What do people do in B.C. other than cut down trees? Like, yeah, you know. I keep I keep asking this question. I have never got a great answer. Like I know you guys launder a lot of money for people. Yeah, I mean, what is our big biggest economic uh, output? Right, is is what you're saying. I mean, I can't really answer is, that. I'm not. Uh, is the lift on real estate right? Yeah, probably right. <laughs> Increasing HELOCs and just and, and renovating right. So all the buildings behind yeah. Daryl and I, those all look like condos. Yeah. No, Those are all, that's downtown Vancouver right there. Yeah. So none of them are office towers. Yeah. Very few. There's a, probably a couple tucked in there, but uh, yeah, mostly, mostly condos. I mean, yeah, there's like, there's a business district ish. Is there a business district? It's, it's, it's not a ton of towers though. It's not like, you know, downtown. New Who's York. in it? Like the banks? Is it just like a bunch of bank towers there? <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and Bell and there's, Rogers. Yeah, exactly. Right. TD, TD. RBC, they got a couple towers down there, right? But mm -hmm. so one I mean, of the yeah, you guys have speaking bank, about so. that though, like I was reading uh, about, like the office vacancy rate is up to twelve percent now here in Toronto, and in tw just to give a little context, in twenty twenty it was two point one percent. Okay, like that's a giant draw, and then on top of it, that's not including sublet. Okay, sublet space is up sixty-seven percent, making the total available office space in Toronto seventeen point five percent. Okay, it, it's saying that new new developers are converting office space into other things like life science buildings and stuff, if it's possible to even do. So, but imagine all these guys who were coming in to make a bunch of office because office was going off the off the charts. Now they got permits or they're close, and they got a bunch like a bunch of floors of office, and you got like record vacancies. 
this is not, I guess, something you really got to worry about in Vancouver, but this is going to be a fucking problem here soon. 17.5%. That, like that, 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 that shifts a market, doesn't it? Doesn't got it. it freeze up a market completely why would you lease a place now if next month like there could be a much better deal like but seven- i mean that's it that same stuff's happening in calgary right now right too right like they have massive office office vacancy too massive. Yes, they just saw they just saw a whole bunch of appreciation in, in residential mm-hmm. right and so this is calgary this can't is- catch a break you know they've always got something with a monkey on their back you know just picking yeah. up at something how do you work from home in calgary it's like on the rigs and in the in the in the farms and right and in the fields like how are you working from home so how did the offices how did i guess everything every office in calgary seems to be people that could work from home i guess industries where you can work from home because yeah. that's crazy i've seen it's like a ghost town downtown calgary offices but even here yeah. in toronto you've been, you've been? no i've seen videos you've like seen videos. Uh, what's his name luke luke Smith, okay. he okay. Well, okay, Luke's maybe he a went to the on show uh, Sunday. I'm sure, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he wanted to spin that Sunday that movie as, as best he could. You know, right? God bless him. So one one yeah. of the things, James, is um, like BC is kind of like I was gonna. I'm not sure if I should call BC our older brother or our younger brother, but either way, they always get in trouble first. Okay, then they have all these problems, then they come up with these new solutions, and then we adopt like every other one. So now there's mm. going to be a new process for offers, right? So you've got yeah. after any multiple offer scenario, you've got to notify them. Explain that to me. Yeah, you gotta, you'll got you take in the offers. The seller will sign the form basically if there's multiple offers. Um, and then that has to be sent out within 24 hours to each agent that submitted an offer. And so give me the scenarios the- that would happen that like what warrants this? having this sort of process to be put in place hold on hold on I mean, hold on just for the layman like what this is a list of uh of who has placed offers on on a on a brokerage um, like brokers agents but like for a bidding war yeah 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 like so yeah for offer date right like still sometimes places are having offer dates out here still so that on that offer date you know they'll have to collect all of the offers that come in three four five whatever get the seller to sign those you know four boxes and all of the, the only on it will say uh what brokerage is uh submitting the offer from uh mm-hmm. nothing about time nothing about you know obviously price or anything yet uh nothing about um agent even as well mm-hmm. so it's kind of pretty it's pretty vague obviously so and then that uh, form gets sent back to the the agents submitting the offers and obviously they can show hey we you know look at they signed they signed their offer they picked someone else after you've already lost yeah yeah, exactly. So you've already lost yeah. the property. You know, right. you didn't yeah. believe him, but some other person did, and he Rubbed increased it. his offer by fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. And so that well, guy guess, got it. So there's 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 another there's another report that just came out with that too. Is that they said uh only ten percent of the multiple offer scenarios went over ten percent of the last bid. So again, but who 10% reported of the multiple that, offers? The BCFSA, which is like the police of us. But like the, based on the ones that they reviewed, do they based enter the, ones the ones offers based somewhere? on the ones yeah. that they reviewed? Because yes. yeah. 3000 something offers or 3000 3, offer bid uh, scenarios. Okay. Sounds yeah, like 3, a whole bunch of horseshit. Right. 
Okay. So that's that's pretty good data. All right. What happens if you sign the thing though? What if you sign the the form and you're full of shit? Like, how how does this stopping fake offers? Isn't it supposed to stop fake offers? How's this stopping fake offers? I guess as as the as a buyer's agent, then you could then take that form and say, hey. You know, Royal LePage, Surrey. Prove it to me. Yeah. Who 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 submitted this offer? Prove it, kind of thing. Yeah. We had a yeah, Rico complaint. Around what you we, we, we had a Rico complaint one time because um, three months. We had we had disclosed that there was multiple representation. We disclosed that there was somebody from our office um, submitting uh, an offer, but I think it was verbal. And so then, when mm-hmm. the person from our brokerage ended up getting it. Um, they complained and they said, "Oh, you guys double ended it." Or it was, I don't even know if we double ended it. If it was just someone from our brokerage, it wasn't. It wasn't me, but I, I know the story. And so then uh, Rico came back and said, "Here, every time you guys have multiple offers, get this form signed by the buyers to acknowledge that you said, okay, Royal LePage has one offer, Century Twenty One has one offer, Remax has one offer, and so then everyone can kind of see, you know, where the offers are coming from and which brokerages. So now it's like this. So it was like a real official type of way to do it." I don't know if we, if we use it often or not, but it's definitely came down from Rico. So obviously this is something that the boards, the, the regulatory bodies are looking at. Okay, how do we just try to keep everybody in, in the know so that disclosure is high? And if you said yeah. uh, there was an offer coming from your brokerage or not, or you said there was an offer and there wasn't really an offer, that form that will be submitted afterwards will be proof on what was or wasn't. Now, here's my next question, James. You blah, blah, say blah. you yeah. say that there was three offers. I um I bid. I'm one of the three. I uh win, and I say, oh, you know, like give me that form that shows that there's three offers. I get the form. It says me and then two other people. What's stopping the guy from just putting down brokerage names on there? Yes, T. Yeah, and then you know me being like. How do like Nothing. what do, what do I know months. if this is like a real thing or not? Like, what's the next step? Open offers. Okay, so whole other. Okay. Yes, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. Like, Transparency. There's, there's, there's holes. There's holes in the system for sure with those types of uh, agents that would do you know those things, and with whatever fifteen thousand agents in the in the lower mainland, of course, there's going to be some bad apples, right? So they're going to transact the way they want to transact, and how many? Happen. So fifteen thousand. You guys Just have the, like one listing per agent on average at the moment? I'd say, well, yeah. So there's 15,000 in the real estate board of Greater Vancouver. And I, there's probably, I think there's like seven in the Fraser Valley as well. So look at that, TK. Doesn't that sound like paradise? And their average price is higher than ours. We're like, what, what the fuck? Yeah. We've got over <laughs> 80,000 here now. It was supposed to go down. TK. People were supposed to get scared off and the whole thing mm-hmm. was supposed to fall apart. And we we're supposed to get this beautiful cleansing of idiots out. And what did we get? More. Another 10,000 more of them. And they're, they're pumping here. them out right now like crazy. My daughter's one of them. Yeah, this yeah. is <laughs> insanity. Yeah. This yeah. Is I, I think, uh, yeah, there's, there's those transactions will still happen and those, you know, those issues will still be there until I think, you know, we get full transparency in certain things. Right. So. So, but if everybody's got like room to work there, who's dealing with all the shitty lease deals right now? We, we don't touch them. No, who's who's doing them? That's <laughs> what I'm self, saying. We don't self, touch them. You're on your own. You. You're, yeah. on, you're on your own, own buddy. Go knock yeah, on those don't, doors. I don't need seventeen bucks for the next three months of my <laughs> yeah. life. Fuck you. They don't. No one touches. Yeah, we don't. Realtors out here don't touch those, right? So we don't do any leases, and 
and uh, yeah, they property managers can do it, I guess, right? But a lot of the guys, a lot of people, you know, fend for themselves. You see how I deduce that, TK, just from yeah. that little bit of data. This is yeah, a genius yeah, yeah, mind yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. That's crazy, genius. But that no, but that's insane. Like, but think about it. You got one listing each, TK. Here, there's five people fighting for each listing. Yeah. But like, like what a different is there five people fighting for each listing. I mean, I think there's a Fine. lot of people who have their license and don't actually work in Toronto. Nobody's fighting because they're yeah. all beaten by Frank Leo team and all their marketing. No, it's everywhere. just when people, what I mean is like people who have their license aren't necessarily actually talking to people about real estate. No. You know, there's a lot of Toronto, you know, like, I'll just get my real estate. There's a funny video that's going on at uh, the broke agents, uh, social media um, account. And it's this girl, she's just crying her eyes out. And I think they talk about like after OnlyFans where she's like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, you saw that one? Yeah, I seen that Like, one. no, I got to be a realtor. <laughs> it's such a pathetic life. Is this what all people do when their dreams are killed? And <laughs> the bathroom. No yeah. way. This is what the, this is the dining room. This is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm serious. I don't know. Like, it looks like she, she's a good actress. Yeah. So, but be great. It's, it's the reality. If people just get their license just to be able to say that they got their license, right? So, yeah. Do a couple of deals and. What's that's about it. What's what's going on with the um the rate environment? I mean, you know, we just had another rate hike. People are talking about rates going up again, maybe not. Inflation's down. I'm more confused now than I've ever been. Does it have an effect? Like, are we desensitized to rate hikes now? Like we're desensitized yeah. to the aliens being here like the, at the moment? The frog in the water, right? Right. Just slowly, just, slowly boiling up. We're cooked. We're all cooked <laughs> we're here all in Canada, man. You're yeah, jumping exactly. into a boiling pot of water right at the beginning. <laughs> all yeah, these immigrants exactly. are literally diving into 130. <laughs> 5%? Sure, that's fine. Whatever, yeah. right? Even the Bank of yeah. Canada and the banks are saying two different things. One of them is saying because we're having more immigration, we need to raise interest rates. More rates. And then the other one is saying that we need to. it's going to cause rates to be going down by importing more people. Like everyone's just saying the opposite things hold on what the about the shit. what about the ubi did you see that whole thing the the no. ubi bill proposal no i am just i'm light years ahead of everybody it's you're just always a fact. you're always like just, just a fact moving. yeah they put some kind of bill forward to start discussing ubi here in canada and simultaneously it just so happens to you know the same news comes out in the uk and the, probably australia new zealand like yeah uh, like Guess guess what's next? So guess where UBI comes from, and what does it cost? You're right, like it cut yeah inflation. taxes and inflation. Fuck yeah. man, like yeah. what's going on? <laughs> so 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 every so everybody knows right now that inflation is currently only fucked up because of interest rates, or at least that's the story that the real estate industry will have you think, right? And so let's roll with that because I'd like to believe that that's true, but mm. there's they're, they're talking about. Um, not even taking their foot off the gas. Like it sounds to me like the whole world's still they're talking doubling about down. Well, they're like getting you ready. Like you better yeah. get ready for another hike because uh, we'll like, give you we some more money know. to be able to do it. The Bank of Canada basically had $20 million in raises and bonuses, sorry, yeah. bonuses, yeah. right? The federal government's getting all these bonuses. Like they're 11% increases to their annual salaries. Like, on, like what the bonuses included, like yeah, they're they're funding houses. it for themselves, right? Sure. But I mean, here's how hard it is for the Bank of Canada to figure out what's going on is that they, you know, originally said we're not going to raise rates forever and they did. And they said we're going to pause at the start of this year and they didn't. So like even them, the people that are 
making the decision still don't even know what the decisions are going to be months in not advance. A yeah. fucking clue. No not a fucking clue. But they'll bail their own people second. out, right? If the, yeah. if the if it need hmm. if we need to, right? No problem. Eighty yeah. percent of the staff, yeah. everyone gets a bonus this year, so that you guys can combat the inflation that we've caused. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because your right. interest rates have all gone up at home. Well, and so, so, but people will also point to guys like Galen Weston as like war criminals right now. And I mean, let's, if you look at the balance sheet of his companies, okay, like, and if you look at the price of food and you, if you know anybody that works in the industry, you know how much Loblaws squeezes the shit out of their suppliers, right? Mm -hmm. So like their margins are just growing during times where people can't afford to put macaroni on the table. Okay. And it's getting dire. And like how many people are intense? Like I've never seen such a thing. This is getting crazy. Yeah. Like the whole environment is so fucked and, and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to keep our foot on the gas with the rates. Like, but you're going to have people that were millionaires that had income or had great paying jobs and, and good amount of money coming in and stretched themselves because don't worry, rates will be low for a long time. And like, just put down 35% and everything will be wonderful. And now boom, lose the job, no more cash house value goes down and interest payment doubles. How many people with money are going to like, what are you going to do? And then, like at some point this has to happen on mass, doesn't it? Doesn't it just have to like all kinds of people just go, okay, you know what? Like I've had enough. I've had enough paying yeah. 10 grand for this piece of shit that every month something breaks in this motherfucker and I got to pay somebody 20 grand to fix it. Right. Yeah. UBI. Boom. There you go. And yeah. here's some UBI, <laughs> right? Here's some UBI. Yeah. Yeah, take it, sign it. There you go. Well, what? out of, out of fear oh, of any retribution from my last week's comments, oh I think my that there's God. a lot of value in UBI. I do. I think that there's a place for it. It's just they don't know how to handle Through it. Through a CBDC, right? TK, you want them? <laughs> TK wants a tattoo, right? What here. I'm trying to say, oh, what I'm what I'm trying to say is there's Damn gonna man. there's gonna be in place in time where it exists. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying that. We all should agree. It's but what we're what we're watching the classes here. separate right now. We can't have people living in tents. Like it's just no. we can't have people dying on the streets. We can't have old people who are going to be Daryl. The people who are no longer oh. able to be in the workforce and who have nothing. We won't have them just sitting out in the streets having that. CPP isn't enough to be able to to keep no. them alive. This so is what? So what's next? So it's, what do we do? I'm just saying, like everyone needs print to that be money, very cautious. Print that money. And so yeah. you know, there's going to be certain programs and certain things that, yeah, it's going to be inflationary for sure. But it's what's going to be necessary to to take care of the people that are out there. I'm telling you, it sucks. Well, yeah, exactly. we don't want it to happen. We like it'd be great evil, to go right? back to the good old 1980s. How do you fight this though? What do you what do you what do you use if 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 the job market's tight? And people mm. still have money somehow, and they're pumping the now. Now somehow people the have money, and you on. get UBI. Boy, you just the keep, you just keep putting on. the show on, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. That's it. That's what you do. There's people getting rich off it. Get a people. fifth mortgage right yeah. here. No <laughs> documentation. Fifty year, needed. ninety year amortizations. This is what it is. Nine thousand. Now people want to hear. 
Your but great, I'm... great, great grandchildren are going to be paying off this loan. Yeah. Come to <laughs> but you can tell them you own the property, you know, or but that's they'll... normal though, right? You There's some nothing. places in the world where it's 90 year mortgages that are normal. Yeah. 90 year. Where's I don't that, know. Right? I don't know where that is, but where I'm is telling that? you somewhere is interest it. only interest only mortgages. Interest only, normal, probably. Yeah, they're not normal, but maybe Canada. They have them. Yeah. <laughs> it's called oh, Canada yeah. now. I hate to break it to you. We got 90 year mortgages and interest only payments. Actually, we don't even have that. We have, what are they calling them? Reverse. <laughs> the, yeah. These, these loans are going backwards. Everybody. Yeah, You're yeah. not even covering the interest. Actually, eventually, eventually people have to sell. Eventually you can't service the debt anymore. So you oh, sell to somebody really? who's got more money than you. And it just, yeah. over time, people just collect real estate and then they don't have mortgages on them because these are very extreme high net worth individuals and there'll be less and less ownership and more people renting. This so, is, so like, Yes. We need, remember my, my idea, TK, of having a, a, a tunnel to a city that's like kind of off in the distance with mm. like pods, you know, you start talking about everybody into the, yeah. Like the, one of those, uh, what are they called? What's uh, Elon's uh, digging company called? Boring, boring company. company. Yeah, yeah. Get a little boring action out to like out past high, new market or trains. something high speed trains are let's go let's go maglev let's do something yeah. people are just in tubes like Shoot. at home depot <laughs> right let's go what, what are we what are we waiting for why do we got to be so close to this fucking downtown for tk how yeah. often do you go downtown i went I last never... night i'm but going tonight actually i don't go very but often other than that tk like what <laughs> other the fuck? Than today right yeah. like, other than yesterday today and tomorrow yeah, like really, do we have to go? Like, no. do I have to go to the J game tonight? Really? Like, do I? Yeah, kind of. But like, it's but if there's so a high speed ridiculous. train that got you there in 20 minutes from 250 yeah, kilometers exactly. away, that yeah. didn't smell, that I didn't have to worry about getting stabbed the whole time, then that would be kind of cool. But what's that's that like right now? Here now? What's that like right now? Like crime and stuff like that? Are you? Are I you guys? I mean, I'm seeing, yeah, I see all of your guys' stuff because I follow a lot of you guys on, on Facebook and everything. It seems like it's much, much worse out there in terms of what's going on in your, your transportation systems. Like, it seems like we're not getting stabbed in our transportation systems on a whatever weekly basis. That's so, good. That's a plus. That's, like a, that's, that's a, a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> good place to Maybe be. that's why we're more expensive. Do you guys have Maybe. a subway system there? Yeah, we got like a SkyTrain. It's not very good. We're working Sky on it. SkyTrain. Yeah, it's. Obviously, up in the sky. It's, okay, not not know, over. But hold on, don't, don't you guys have East Hastings like four stops or something? We we clean we clean that up. Like it's we we more more or less push what? them off the streets. To to where, the crackheads, all the all the yeah East Hastings people. The, where are they living? I don't know. I I haven't found them yet. There's there's a couple spots. We had a place out in Maple Ridge too, which is in like 45, 50 minutes out from town to uh, like downtown too, and they they had a huge tent city there, and they pushed them somewhere as well too yeah so they're they're finding their way somewhere i don't know but uh tent cities one way tickets to california but they're not like the prices aren't changing like if you've got a tent city right there like people will still buy your house they'll be like well yeah well you could convert office office towers could be converted to like um like treatment centers for getting back to that yes can we go i don't know like skip right over that well, th- think about it. The problem with office conversion to residential is a million different things. But really? if you're just going to be having a um, place for people like a shelter, beds. treatment center, beds, hospitals, things mm. that are well, necessary. Like, again, this is all whether we think these problems are going to go away or they don't, they're that not going to cause any they're inflation here and they're getting worse. If you don't solve them, if you don't come up with solutions, 
then, you know, they only get worse. Right. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, yeah. So the government buys those buildings basically from, you know, from some people. Dirt cheap because uh, it's penny, penny on a dollar. Yeah, yeah exactly. nobody wants them. Maybe not even dirt cheap because it's going to be from like their buddies. Probably they're going to pay them like good money for their building, and we're going to turn it into this. Yeah, the brother's giving... company gets to do the renovations. Yeah, and what's then... another trillion dollars? Like that's yeah. not a big deal. Right? What's the difference? Yeah. And if we get caught, like nothing happens. So like, let's just fucking go. Right. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. there like a whole scandal about real estate and Trudeau and like did anything come of that? We talked about it for like three weeks and then that was it. Remember with the what was it called? Not we work, we something. We oh, charity. Yeah. Remember? I yeah, charity, yeah, yeah. we charity. Yeah, see, yeah. you don't even fucking know. Like, fucking <laughs> to the next one. Stole yeah, yeah, all yeah. of our money and nobody yeah. even gives a <laughs> shit. Only like sixty billion. Uh, <laughs> it hell's a big deal. Whatever, right? It's Whatever. It's line. only another seventy million. But hold on a sec. You touched on something very important, TK, and I was trying to get to it before. And yeah. maybe it doesn't happen in Vancouver because they don't seem to care. They're just busy, like, rinsing money all day and snowboarding and doing mushrooms. But here <laughs> we need to figure out how to use all these offices, because if it's 17 and a half percent now, imagine what it's going to be in six months from now. OK, because I don't see like the business environment getting better as rates are going up or maybe stabilizing. Will it? So so even if it just stays relatively close to what it is, we're not going to absorb what we have because there's more coming online for sure, because every day, you know, something comes online. So how? That was a great idea, like just beds to get these fucking people out of tents on the street, like super cheap hotels or I don't know, but something to house people would be a wonderful way of doing it. But if there's no profit involved for somebody somewhere along the way, that's not happening. It'll be taxpayer funded. Taxpayer funded, which is really bad, like mm -hmm. really bad. Because that yeah. creates more taxes, which creates more inflation, right? And we're trying to stop inflation. How the fuck are we ever supposed to stay in the 2 to 3% zone? Well, they're jacking up rates and pumping the money, the system full of money, and Galen Weston's out there going, <laughs> if we just add another 30 cents to everything, nobody's going to fucking say anything. Slap right? a Every yellow day. sticker on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll just buy up every grocery store. He has like one button up 5% across the board everywhere, <laughs> every day. Boom. Everything's boom. digitized. But like, this is the world we're living in. And meanwhile, like, I, okay. I, I know you, I think from TikTok, maybe from Twitter, but like the generation, I don't know how old you are. You look way younger than TK. So you might be my age. So, but like this, our younger generation, right? Like we're fed up, aren't we? Like people are talking about it all the time. All I'm seeing is videos of kids going, I can't afford medicine. I can't afford rent. I can't afford food. I can't afford to go out. I can't afford this iWatch. I can't afford this phone I'm recording on. The the why. But like people are really starting to piss and moan about things. And not even just like, like the, uh, uh, the poor people, right? Like kids that grew up in money are feeling different. Okay, everybody's feeling different right now. How how are we ever going to get out of this, guys? Yeah, I mean, I I did a video on on the TikTok and uh, and it was hundred hundred k a year with five percent down only gets you, you know, like a four hundred thousand dollar purchase price. That's nothing in Vancouver, right? You're not getting you're not finding anything in Vancouver for that. It's barely something in Saskatchewan. And a hundred k a year, like I remember growing up being like, holy crap, like that's a lot of damn money. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I was like the goal. Is that your video? The six figures thing was like a lot of money back been. in the day, right? Yeah. yeah. That might have been. Yeah. Yeah. We grew up aspiring to make six figures. Whoa. If you made seven figures. What? Yeah. Seven <laughs> figures? That doesn't even go on my calculator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now it's, yeah. yeah now 100K, just single person, right? But like, yeah, you're not going to be able to purchase anything. Yeah. Yeah. But if in you Vancouver. make minimum wage and work full time, you, with two people, you don't make 100K. No, no, right? not at all. No. So like, and you got to live in a bachelor probably because it's in your price point, right? Mm -hmm. what yeah, but like TK fuck? said, right? More people are, I think, yeah, more moving to more of a renter's economy. Um, and that's just, you know, there's there's good places in the world that are still, that are like that, that have higher or higher ownership percent or lower ownership percentage, right? There's still, you know, good places in the world that do it. So it's not like it's a bad thing. No, yeah. but generally but, but, there's like an incentive to rent instead of buy, but now there's none. But there's also a huge, like, there's an obstacle that people have is what they do is they look at their income and they go, wow, look at this great job that I'm going to get. I'm going to make $90,000 a year. I, I, right. I'm 25 years old. This is so exciting. I'm going to be working downtown. And then yeah. they factor in all their expenses and their entertainment. I can afford. Like they, they, they say, oh, well, this is going to be worth it for me. And then they suffer and they struggle. Where if they just looked and said, okay, maybe I'll get a job for $65,000 a year, but I'm going to live in Barrie or like an hour outside the city Costa where I can Rica. visit my friends and family, you know, occasionally, but for the most part, it decreased the cost of living by, you know, substantially more than what the decrease in income will be. Right. Mm -hmm. But they just, they don't make the right decisions, which is again, a, a very strong point that I have is because I've seen the people, so many people make poor decisions. They make poor financial decisions. They are, they're not responsible enough to manage their own money. They're not responsible enough to see their own future. They don't have any financial education. They're trying to make, you know, they've, they've been suckered into this position because they could always refinance out. They could always borrow their way out. The, the real estate market made them look like geniuses. They always just kind of, you know, we're, we're able to get by over the last 30 years. And we got to like, some people have to be like punished per se. Like they have to be sort of, put back on track so that our kids can have a better mentality. Oh, right? you did it again. I think TK punished. Saying, so what, what I, the fuck you the think a bunch of people them, need to be me. punished because the bank of Canada gets to go. Look, what I'm saying is, is if you made a bad financial decision and you learn from it 10 years from now, you'll come up better. You've always talked about this, Daryl. I think the best thing someone could That's happen to different. them would be a financial disaster. You know, because it's better than when you get to 60 and then you find out that fine. You if you're like, a, properly. but if you're an over leveraged uh, 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 speculator, then yeah. fine. OK, like you maybe you got yours. But if you're just a normal guy who yeah. had an eighty thousand dollar a year job and you were like, I can afford this. I got a five year mortgage at two point nine nine percent or two point seven five percent or three point two percent. And mm -hmm. now you're at seven percent and. You know, I, we want you to learn how to use this chat GPT thing here at work so that, you know, you can train it to do your job for us. And guess what? If you have half a brain, you're like, um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be out of a job soon. And yeah. you know what? The guy giving you the mortgage is like, the guy's a copywriter. This guy won't be working in six months. Okay. Or he's in a restaurant and there's a pandemic again, or like, or, or, or there's so many things that you're going to be fucked in if you're doing right now, because there won't be a job for you next year. Cause eventually they're going to destroy the jobs. Like this is the goal. 
No? Am I missing something? So, I understand, so, but, but I'm just, I'm trying to be very clear, I guess, of what I'm trying to say is that punished. people need to have, people have need to have some accountability and responsibility and to be able to be, um, uh, you know, held responsible for their decisions and that, you know, you are responsible to take care of yourself at the end of the day. So oh, some people are in a bad people. position. I know, I know, I know. But if you're making investments. You have to be okay. You got to go out, you know, you got to get that second job. You got to yeah. work hard to build a business. You got to do all those things. And there needs to be a little bit more. I'm not saying that this should be a hundred percent because there's a lot of people who are vulnerable and they need help, but there needs to be more of this so that people make better decisions so that we don't have a bunch of soft, uh, you know, uh, handout people waiting ribbons. for us on East Hastings in the next 10 years, living in a tent. If we keep yeah. going in this direction, that's where it'll be. Well, I mean, we're, we are going in this direction. There's no stopping it. This is a crazy train. Like, look, our prices. This is one thing I don't have a handle on at the moment. What are prices doing? Because one day I'll hear they're going down and one day I'll hear they're going up and I'll be like, they're rolling over, some guy will say. And like this chart will show <laughs> that they're ticking up or, you know, like what the fuck's going on with prices right now? It's easy, it's easy to manipulate it, obviously, by using different metrics, right? You can look at different areas. You can look at subset. Like you can, I mean, you're not going to get me to predict anything about prices, though, because, you know, I'm sure everybody else didn't think prices were going to go up as much as they did in January, yeah, right? Yeah. So, again, it's a tough, it's a but tough. What, what, uh, what is play, actually but... happening now? Like from your perspective, are they ticking up or are they? They've, come, they've come up since January for sure, right? Like, yeah, we've seen. You know, two hundred and let's just say the Surrey market, two hundred thousand dollars for a detached home in price change. So, but what um, about since last month? Is it up or down? Uh, I'd say average around right around the same. Around the same. TK, what about here? Down or up? Uh, well, June told us that the prices went down slightly. Slightly. And I would say that July is going to say the same thing. I mean, I haven't seen the numbers yet. Uh, you know, it's, we're coming to the end of the month so we'll we'll get them soon but but yeah. feeling like down okay it could be trending down i mean that's a seasonal thing too like that's a normal like you know trend is after the spring market seasonal. things settle down in july and august the question really is like is what's there normally in the like fall? rate hikes seasonally are these seasonal rate hikes i'm just saying you know it's nothing alarming you no. know that it's going it's like barely going down if anything like james said it's almost even so not a cliff that we saw when it changed yeah, it's last not like year. Last year was like they were going down. You were watching it, and we were just trying to figure out what the heck right. houses were worth. You got to get out of that it. house to sell. Yeah. Right. Well, Mr. James, it was a pleasure, sir. Great talking to you. Absolutely. Thank you. James we, has always been. Can we good. get a shameless plug here, James? Where can the listeners find you? They want to follow you. Let's go. Daryl already mentioned. I'm on TikTok. There, James, your family realtor, on TikTok. On TikTok. Great TikTok folks. channel. You get a TikTok if they don't have a TikTok account. You should. I have to. You should. Yeah. You're missing out. Otherwise, just in look at look him up. He's in Surrey. He can help you out if you. Uh, yeah, you can find me there or Instagram too. Same, same, same thing. James on James, your family realtor. Beautiful. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time, sir. It was great talking to you. Thanks, Thanks always guys. for uh, doing your predictions for me on what used to be known as the Frankfurt Report when it was alive. Yeah. Very sad. Missed that one. Very it's coming sad. back. One. It's coming back. All right, we revived. Thanks a lot. Awesome. See you guys. Have a nice day. Thanks.